What's up guys? There has been a ton of buzz about our new client portal and partnerships program. So we wanted to do a special episode today to tell you why we're launching this program and how it can help you as an inspector. And we cover common questions and kind of the context on as to why we're doing this now at the cycle we are in the economy and our industry as it matures. So really informative episode and you'll learn a ton about our partnerships program coming up and how it can benefit you and help your longevity and sustainability in the industry. So we'd love to hear your guys' feedback. Um, let us know what you think about the episode. Enjoy. All right, we're rolling. What's up, everybody? We have a special edition of Spectora Spotlight today. Mike, my co-founder, has been on before. Some of you may not know this other person that's on here. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself first, Liz. Hi, everybody. I'm Liz Devine. So I am a new product manager here at Spectora. And I, amongst other things, are heading up our partnership program. So I work really hard with our development team and our customer service team to make sure that this program and the new client portal works super well for you guys and is just a positive experience all around. Liz, can you clarify what a product manager is for people that don't run in tech circles? <laughs> Good start. Sure. <laughs> Great start. Yeah. So. Obviously, you know, when you open up Spectora, you're touching all different aspects of it. There's the mobile app, there's the web platform, you know, there's so many different parts of it. And so here at Spectora, we have a team where we kind of chunk that out and we each have just dedicated attention on it. So if something's looking weird with your dashboard, we have a dedicated person that knows about it and gives that to their development team. Because, you know, as you know, many different things can go wrong or go right on any given day. So our job is really to prioritize your feedback and make sure that we're building out a product for the future and also maintaining it so that it works really well every day. So that's a full-time job, as you can imagine. And there's a couple of us here that, that work to make you guys as productive as possible. Back in the day, it was just me and Kevin deciding what got built, how it should look, what to prioritize over other things. And of course, as we've grown, that all of those functions have become now what the product team does. And so I know for, for many, that's a foreign word. So thanks for breaking that down, Liz. Yeah, no, thanks. Thanks so for Mike, asking the question. What are we here to talk about today? Why, why are we doing this episode? Partnerships. It's something that, well, let's back up. Before we dive into partnerships, I want to talk about the why. I want to give a little bit of this like kind of big picture context. Let's zoom out and say, what is going on in home inspection and even the larger kind of real estate space. We have rising interest rates now. Everybody knows it, it's all over the news. That's gonna make houses a little more expensive. We have inflation. So the cost of everything's going up, which means people are probably saving less dollars, less dollars that can be applied towards down payments and future mortgage payments. Um, that, and so yeah, affordability is going down. New construction, debatable if it will catch up. So the, the conclusion, at least in, in my view, we're heading to a future where we're gonna see less inspections to go around. And so in, in my opinion, we should say, how can we help inspectors focus on how to increase revenue per inspection? Um, it only makes sense, right? Inspectors say, hey, you're making a good living, you get hundred inspections a month. What if you're getting 90? What if you're getting 80? Do you want your, your uh, income to go down? Probably not. So what can you do? You can raise prices. Obviously, it's something that we're seeing in all industries around the world right now. Of course, you're going to have some market forces that are going to dictate the maximum you can raise your prices to. At some point, you're priced out and your competition is going to get chosen instead of you because you just set, the, set it too high. 
but something to consider. You can add ancillary services if you don't already use these. And so radon, termite, mold, water quality, you name it. Of course, these require more certifications, perhaps more equipment, and more hours to every inspection. There's definitely a time cost with adding ancillary services. Still, something everybody should consider doing to increase profit margin per inspection. Uh, well, we think there's one other way that hasn't been talked about maybe enough or is sometimes talked about kind of in a negative light. And this is saying, hey, can the home inspector be a gateway to some of the massive spending that happens both during the real estate transaction and right after it? And, and we believe there's opportunity there. Of course, we, this is nothing new. We've always seen, um, you know, we've always partnered with companies like Secure24, Homebinder, Repair Pricer, Blip. And so we've always had partnerships that are client facing. Currently, we, we believe that there's this opportunity to partner with maybe some broader industries like insurance, home warranties, home utilities like internet, cable, um, as well as continuing with home security and adding moving services to that. For inspectors to say, hey, you're gonna spend this money anyways, let me just give you exposure to a few trusted partners and then allowing inspectors to reap some of the rewards that come from those referrals. I also wanna point out that this is probably scary to some inspectors because we're in year 11 of a bull market and no one's had to face the prospect of my inspections might be less next year than they were last year. And so I, I encourage everyone to listen to this. I'm going to take the position of the skeptical inspector in this conversation, but I very much see a future where transaction volumes are going to get choked off. And it's not going to be the next, the next five years are going to be very drastically different than the previous five. Um, and every inspector needs to really wrap their heads around that. Um, talk to me a little about the industry, industry context. And Liz, I want you to jump in here in a minute, but Mike, talk a little about why we're arriving here now and kind of speak to some of the fears of the inspectors. Because when, yeah. when an inspector hears this, they're just like, oh, you're selling my data. That's, that's what they all say, right? Yeah. So yeah, once upon a time, a home inspection software company like us when we started in 2016 could just make home inspection software. And that's what the outlook for, for us was when we started. That's what most of the companies in the space were doing is just focusing on tools for home inspectors to do their business. What we saw around 2017, 2018 was movement of big money into our space. Uh, Porch.com, venture-backed West Coast startup, purchased ISN as well as a couple other smaller players and said, hey, we're gonna use home inspection software as a gateway to us linking homeowners with contractors. Right around that same time, American Family Insurance, this you know, multi-billion dollar insurance company um, said, we're gonna buy HomeGage and as we've more recently found out, use it to sell home insurance or at least expose home buyers to home insurance quotes. And so obviously this is something that's happening within our industry. And this is something that I guess from a kind of selfish perspective as a home inspection software company, if we don't offer that option, our fear is inspectors are gonna say, oh, either that software is cheaper or that software can make me money by selling home insurance leads. And so if we don't offer it, our worry is that people are gonna see some of that as more appealing options. Of course, we're independently owned. You and me, Kevin, own 
this company. And because of that, we want to serve the needs of our inspectors first and foremost. And so what does that mean? It means we're going to continue with the policy we started with. We don't sell your data. We don't give away your data to any third parties unless there's explicit consent, both on the side of the home inspector as well as the side of the home buyer. That's something that is not changing. That is something that Liz can dive into the kind of nuts and bolts of how it's going to work. But I just want to make everybody rest assured. We stand by that promise. We think that's the better route to do business. We think staying above board, making sure no home buyer ever gets a call. And they're like, who gave you my contact info? And somebody says, our home inspector. We never want to put our home inspectors in that situation because again, the needs of our home inspector are our priority. That's what pays our salaries. So that I, I can, we can say with confidence. Yeah, the competitive pressures are real. And um, there can be a scenario that this is often what people don't think about where it is a win-win-win where the customer gets a service they were going to get anyway. Inspector does profit and make a little bit of money from exposing them to that service and bringing the customer and our platform wins by connect facilitating all that. And yes, we, we want to make something from that as well because we have people to pay and, um, tech people are expensive. So Liz, I want to back up though, and get your pers I always like getting fresh eyes on our perspective because Mike and I have been in the echo chamber for years. We talk to inspectors, they all talk to each other and bounce around the same things. What, what was your take on this dynamic of staying in the software lane versus seeing an uh, industry mature now into reaching to maybe the homeowner? Like what was your uh, yeah. intro to that? So I always think of it as, you know, the premise of here's before we build tools for inspectors, but in the context of reality, you know what I mean? I can see the argument where it seems a little bit out of scope when you had to add these partners, but really we're not just a re inspection writing tool or, you know, the report writing is obviously a core aspect, but we're also a business suite. You know, we have the reviews, we have the messaging automation. We really want to be sort of a plug and play one-stop shop rocket that you can strap your business onto and you can just launch. And so this kind of comes with that because this is what's happening in the market today. And as Mike sort of referenced earlier, you know, you only have a certain amount of hours in the day. You can only go, you know, 50 hours within your home base, but this is a way to just add dollars to every inspection without adding man hours. So I think it's a really powerful tool that, you know, if it fits right to your business, it's really there for you to leverage. And it's, you know, beholden to us as, you know, your inspection software company to really make sure that you can capitalize on any business opportunity that we can bring and make easy for you. And this just fits right within that mission statement. Although, you know, there is that emotional reaction, perhaps that it feels out of scope. So. Yeah. Speak like, I specifically want to hear how you think about the fear that some inspectors have given that you've worked in other industries. And I, and I like asking other people in tech and finance, whatever, because this happens all over the world in every other industry, this type of affiliate relationship or, or lead gen. How did you think about that fear when you, when you first got here and we kind of told you about the dynamics? Yeah, no, I think um, it makes total sense, you know, that nobody really likes feeling like they're being sold to, but everyone wants to buy something. So I think <laughs> nobody wants to be in that position where they feel like a used car salesman. And I think, you know, my main priority, our main priority is to make sure that this feels like a natural fit. Your core focus is always going to be on inspecting. You know, this is just another revenue generating opportunity that you can lean into and really maximize if you want to.
but it's sort of, you know, it's that affiliate marketing, you know, we're all so inundated with it. It's like, oh, use my code to get this. You know, it's something that your customers should immediately understand. You know, it's not something that you should feel like it's a, a whole other job for you to have. You shouldn't be answering questions about home insurance policies. It's really just giving you a seat at that table where all those transactions are going to be happening. They're going to need home insurance. They're going to want a new security camera. You know, you're in a spot where you can make money off of it. And we want to make sure that that's easy and possible for you. And every inspector tells me when I ask them, oh yeah, people ask me all the time for referrals in this area. And I just say, oh no, I, I don't give those out or I don't do them. And I, I, it is a new day. I, I really do think the industry is maturing to the point where this has to be offered. Mike, inspectors always talk, they always tell us like, man, you guys have a scalable company. It's so great. Like I wish my company could do that. Increasing, just to Liz's point, increasing revenue per inspection is a way to have applied leverage and scale to an industry where they previously didn't have it, right? Yeah, 100%. Just like Liz said, you only have so many hours in the day. And if you're trying to grow your business, you have to maximize how many dollars each of those hours can lead to. And like, no bullshit. This is, you know, we have all these things that home buyers are going to buy anyway. And so it's not like we're trying to convince them to buy something that's not in their interests. Everybody needs home insurance. Everybody needs to move all their stuff into that new house. People may or may not need home security and, and warranties. They're probably going to need internet, cable TV. And so these are all things they will get exposed to anyway. If the inspector is the conduit for that exposure and can make a few bucks off of it, seems like, again, a win-win. Let's talk a little about the, the best-in-class philosophy we have because Mike and I, we've, we've you know started a lot of these partnership talks. Liz is now taking them over. What kind of companies... And what kind of companies are we working with one and two, why is it important that we find the best in every class? Yeah, I, I think our idea is how do we pre-vet companies with nationwide footprints that have stellar reputations that we know will do right by, by our customers and our customers' customers, the home buyers, and have you know above board ethics the whole way through. If we can do that and have best in class for any of these categories, well, one, that's so easy for for our customers, the home inspectors, they don't have to go through this process of picking and choosing. They can just know, hey, if they're here as an option with Inspectora, they're going to do, do well, they're going to do right by my customers. And so hopefully it takes the legwork out. You check a box, you start getting money. Absolutely. Um, Liz, do you want to dive into a little more of kind of the opt-in nature and kind of how, how this will work for inspectors that are like, wait, I don't get it. So how's this yeah. work? Yeah, sure. So I think I made a little, you know, high level three things you really should know while we have your ear. So, you know, top of the list is opting into this program, you know, turning it on, enabling partnerships in the, in the software that doesn't change your terms of service at all. So we still, you know, it's our goal to not share your personal seller share or whatever you want to call it, your personal information. There's no automatic thing that happens when you do that. Your name does not show up on a partner's list, you know, it's really just your space to turn it on. And then jumping right from that, you have total control, point number two, total control over who sees this. So you know your customer best. If you don't think it's a good opportunity to present this customer with this offer, you can turn it off at the inspection level, the service level, your whole company level, mm -hmm. you have total control. This is your business and this That's is a huge. business tool for you. We don't, you know, force anything down to your level, it's totally customizable. Um, 
And then at the end of the day, you know, those two things feed into your core business is still inspecting. You know, the client portal is what sort of makes the pitch, the actual partners who makes the sale, and then you just get money from it. You know, it's not your job to do extra work to present this. It's not your job to actually, you know, call them 30 days later, get their payment information. All of that is offloaded from you. And it's just, you get a share of the piece of the pie for being, you know, the billboard, so to speak, giving, um, presenting it to your customers, giving your, getting their eyes on it. So those are sort of like the high level. So, but to get right to your question about what does it look like to opt in, you know, ultimately the customers who are sharing their data. It looks a little bit different from each partner. And I strongly encourage you to, you know, just look, take a look for yourself by looking at the new client portal. But essentially, you, the customer submits it as a task. It's like, hey, you know, have you scheduled your billing service as a task? That'll present them an offer for 10% off. They put in their email, they press submit. And that's actually what triggers any information being sold. It's nothing you do, it's nothing we do. It's that client at the computer at that day after they view their report making that determination. So very different from getting a random cold call from someone you don't know. Why is this year? It's, you know, any follow-up activity from getting a quote um, should be expected because they're the ones who directly asked for it. Beautiful. Can I just can I just underscore those key points? Opt-in at every single stage. So yes. if you don't like the idea of this, nothing changes with your software. Unlike some of our competitors that are automatically opting in or not even giving the choice of certain partnerships, for us, everything is opt-in, first on the inspector level, and then with every single home buyer. And so if people don't want stuff, they don't get calls, they don't get emails, they don't get texts, nothing. So that, to me, is such a huge differentiator um, because, again, our primary revenue driver is home inspection software fees, and we don't need to sell any of this, unlike some of our competitors. So one underscore that, I think you explained it brilliantly, Liz. We just wanted to make sure the emphasis was there on opt-in all along the way. Yeah, exactly. And you know, another way to think about it is if you had a client who had an inspection a year ago and is now inspecting with you again, you know, their experience isn't not going to change. The only thing that's different is you can make an extra 50 bucks, 100 bucks from it, you know, if they want to do their moving services through your link. So really, you know, it's always inspection report first, you know, inspection first, and then this is just another revenue generating stream for you because we want you guys to make as much money as you can in each transaction and be a successful business. And I'll go as far to say this whole concept is almost fighting back against the M&A, the acquisitions that we're seeing happen, right? Why, do, why does a porch acquire an ISN? Because they want to blanket all of those inspectors with these offers to make money off it. And so by even using something like this, I believe it's kind of backing that freedom to choose, I'll say, of saying like, okay, it can be a la carte. It's not all or nothing because why, why do companies sell, Mike? Why do software companies sell? to make a bunch of money, right? And then the acquirers can monetize that. But I think if we can figure out the way to do it very ethically in-house, it supports a whole new system and model that I think, not I don't think, I know inspectors could get behind. And can I say as like one of the last independent big companies in this space, there's a real battle going on for how the future of home inspection software is going to look. And yeah, we've had many opportunities to sell to companies that have ulterior motives of what they're going to do. And it's all about monetizing the leads. What we're trying to set up, what we're trying to do here is make sure that the inspector gets the benefits that can come from this. 
And to me, that's something that every inspector that's in the market for software should consider is, hey, where is that company ultimately benefiting? And let's be clear, we want to benefit too for creating the infrastructure. Like if we're going to redefine how home buyers are exposed to all of these services, yeah, we want to benefit too. And so I think there is space in there to spread it out as opposed to big giant corporation that everyone's scared of and hates buys up with pocket change and then makes all the money from there. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I think that's worth being explicit about. Yeah, we'll get some money. We're going to make sure the home buyer gets discounts on as many of the partnerships as we can, where the home buyer gets preferential treatment, gets a discount by working through us and the inspector. So they, they get discount, we get some money, we pass money to the inspector. So everybody benefits in this by going through us because we, in, in home inspection, that's like the first touch point outside of the agent. Home inspection is the first touch point in this entire transaction process. So I think our industry is really well positioned to benefit from saying, hey, yeah, you're gonna probably get exposed to this once you file your change of address form. You're gonna get a packet of coupons from the post office, whatever it is. If we can be just a little bit further up the funnel, man, what an opportunity. And I will say also there's um, outside of just the infrastructure that we're building, you know, the client portal and all of that, there's also power in numbers and negotiating in numbers. You know, if hypothetically, you know, an inspection company, if I started out today and I want to make a deal with pods, you know, I don't have the throughput to get a 10% off coupon, but you know, all boats lift with this tide, you know, the more traction we get through the client portal, the better rates we can negotiate. So really it's, you know, you have that too. So it's not just, you know, your individual inspection company. It's all the thousands of inspections that are running through our software every month that we're using to negotiate with these partners and to get that best in class and to get those, you know, rebates and discounts for your clients and you. Oh, it's such a good point. There's so few companies that can say, hey, you no, know, 1 million inspections in the next year are going to come through. What volume-based discount can we get for that? And um, by being able to do that, you're right. Like we'll hopefully get them a way better deal than they could get on their own. Our vision with this has been, you can make money, not just cover your software fees. Cause I think there's others that are doing that. And some inspectors view that as kind of peanuts, right? Compared to the total end monetization. I would love a future where people can make money by using Spectora. That would be insane. So with that said, do either of you want to address the, just the conflict of interest that inevitably some inspectors say that this creates, like, what is your response? If I'm I'm an inspector. I'm like, this creates a conflict of interest. Why, why should I be okay doing this? We've kind of touched on it already, but to be more direct about the question, they, they worry how it'll make them look. Yeah. I, I think as an inspector, you can say, I don't, there's not the direct conflict of interest. If the inspector was like, Hey, I'm pointing out a foundation defect. Oh, and by the way, I'm also a foundation contractor. That is a little bit more of a conflict of interest than saying, hey, I know you need home insurance. There's going to be a few options on the client portal. And they don't even have to say that, right? You don't even have to be a salesperson for these products. They will just show up to the home buyers. They're kind of going through the steps. And so I um, also want to point that out. But yeah, Liz, is there anything else you'd add to addressing kind of those conflict of interest concerns? Yeah, I mean, I... I think it comes back to, you know, no one wants to feel, you know, like a used car salesman, you know, you want to feel like you're a trusted professional and, you know, all these fit within that mold, you know, they we're not, you know, selling Levi's jeans or, you know, something that, that is very unethical, you know, where it's a direct correlation. It's just, 
putting things in front of the customers in, I don't want to say a passive way, because, you know, we do want to generate lead activity here, but in a way that feels natural and unobtrusive and doesn't take away from, you know, the actual, you know, point of your service, which is to give them an inspection on whether or not they should purchase this home or whatever the decision factor is for them. You know, this just feeds into it nicely that it doesn't feel, you know, out of scope. And again, the actual salespeople will be the salespeople here and they'll do so in a way that's respectful and logical because they want your clients to be their clients. They're not going to call them at all hours in the night. You know, some of our partners have like a really, they've been doing this for years. They know the right time to call. They know the right emails. They have dedicated teams bigger than Spectora to figure out all that. So that's another thing that you can lean into nicely. You're not in charge of this funnel and you're not in charge of making any hard conversations. You're just giving your client an added level of convenience earlier in the transaction to get all these boxes checked because there's so much going on when you're buying a home. This is actually almost a service you can look at. And if I can add to how this is becoming normalized within our space, um, when you look at the way many people are getting mortgages nowadays, you know, better.com, Rocket Mortgage, all these companies that are online first uh, mortgage brokers, when you go through their flow, they're doing the same thing. They're saying, hey, I know you're here for a mortgage. If you want, check out some of these insurance quotes. If you want, check out some of these moving services. And so this is becoming very normal within our space. I really don't think it's going to piss off the homeowner who is, again, going to be shopping for these things anyway, to have a few more touch points with which to say, okay, I'll consider this company. I'll consider that company. No, the homeowner is usually clueless and in a frenzy. Like from an agent perspective, they come and ask the agent that and the agent, uh, trust me, I talked to plenty of agents. They typically are like, ah, just Google it or, you know, here's a card. They don't know and they don't want to answer those questions most times. And so I think by giving them an an additional opportunity to get these services, it's a complete value add. Um, It'd be different if we were trying to push things the home buyer wouldn't normally buy, right? Or if anyone was saying like, oh, let's have them, Let's have them buy this or that. It's not something they're not going to need anyway to get the mortgage. Exactly. Um, what other objections um, or, or areas should we kind of touch on here? You know, I think there's going to inevitably be questions of, hey, what about if I have my own insurance guy? My local state farm guy. Yeah. How do yeah. I plug in Jim, Jim down the street? Right. So to that, I would say, hey, you don't need to use our nationwide partners. You just disable that across the board. And then you can plug that person in somewhere in your report. Maybe you have a section for special offers at the bottom. And that's totally fine. People have been doing that for years on our platform, recommending local contractors, insurance people, whatever it is. There's no reason you can't keep doing that. You can work out a direct arrangement with that insurance guy if you're getting referral money. Um, So it does not prohibit that. I, I would say that at our scale and kind of our, our footprint where we have inspectors throughout the entire English speaking world, we are looking primarily first with those companies that have the biggest footprints. And so, yeah, it might not be, we might not be able to accommodate some of those very local connections when it comes to insurance warranties. Um, and our hope is to focus on these big, big categories, home security, moving utilities, insurance warranties, smart home tech. Um, maybe in the future, that's something that we can look into a little bit more, but, um, for the time being, continue to do it, perhaps the way you've always had within your inspection report. And I will say it's a lot 
it's nearly impossible for us to facilitate either the payment flow or the, the technical interface with Jim from State Farm and then Nancy from Liberty Mutual, rather than a big provider like Lemonade, where it can be much more scalable, the money can just flow through, that's kind of the, the dream end state. Um, and, I'll t and I'll say it's honestly better for the homeowner because a lot of these online platforms they are taking out the local kind of agent model and they can offer better rates, I think, long-term. So I think the industry is moving more towards a lemonade hippo type model where it can be cheaper for the homeowner and that's in their best interest as opposed to someone you've known that's down the street. Right, it's cutting out a middleman, right? Every time there's a middleman, somebody's taking a slice of profit. And so, yeah, your local insurance agent, they're making a living off of being the middle person between the insurance company and the homeowner. And so, yes, I, I agree completely. This is better for the homeowner in that it's a lower rate, it's economies of scale. Yeah, and I will say also, just from an experience perspective, bring it back to product. I think everyone is, is a consumer in 2022, no one has time travelers, that'd be cool. But I think it's also big partners like Lemonade, um, you know, that you can get quotes, and you can kind of work asynchronously. You know, I'm a millennial. You know, I don't want to make a phone call if I don't have to. So it adds that level of convenience. And, you know, and we know this because that's why we gave like the get a quote and, you know, all the scheduler, you know, consumers want information as fast as possible and with as little interaction and friction as possible. So this allows them to do, you know, get pretty much right to paying all online, all at a weird hour, you know, all of that. So that's an, an experience that we know consumers want. You know, we know that because we are consumers. And so the client portal helps deliver that as well. It helps meet that sort of modern demand for all information now, all transactions immediate. Yeah. And the most recent stats show that, what is it, 77% of home buyers now are either millennials or Gen Xers, which means they grew up in the age of the internet. They're used to doing things online. They're not going to call an insurance broker and have that phone call with them, making sure they catch them during their office hours and in between meetings. The people buying homes now, this is what they want. They want the ease of access of an online portal where you can just sign up, shop around. And so we believe that this is going to be huge. And if it can make inspectors an extra hundred bucks per inspection, even better. Let's talk about that for a second. My, I don't think we've touched on that enough. And this is something that I've heard countless stories of, of inspector burnout, inspectors doing more and more inspections and having less and less time. And if if any inspectors out there truly do want to have a more scalable company where you can have some time freedom, where you can hire easier, there's only one path and that's making your time more efficient and making more money per inspection. And so I think it, we have a future vision of inspectors being able to make the same amount of money, but doing half as many inspections. And that I've heard that stated to me as a goal so often, they just don't know how to get there. They just think, ah, I can't double my prices, price myself out of the market. And so I, I know we've talked a lot about wanting to bring that vision to the industry because selfishly, we want more inspectors to stay in the business. We want everyone to stay in business. We want 30,000 inspectors at the end of the day to be healthy and thriving and having a good living, right? So I just wanted to make that clear that like, this is a shared vision of like a more scalable company that doesn't burn guys out and they keep using Spectora. Great. Yeah, like we've seen thousands of inspectors come to us and a lot churn out of the industry. The, the ones that don't make it, they're not making enough money. They're, you know, 60% of home inspectors go out of business in the first year. That's a scary stat. And a lot of these guys, you wonder, hey, if they could just make a few bucks more per inspection, would that be enough to hang on, make a few more agent relationships 
and get the ball rolling. And that, that's the hope is that we're empowering inspectors to have a healthier business that requires less hours to make the same amount of money or work the same amount of hours and have a lot more revenue. And if I'm a multi-inspector company, this, I'm thinking this could prevent layoffs in the future. I'm, I'm seriously thinking, okay, if inspection volume goes down and you have people that work for you that you care about, you've built relationships with, this is a hedge against, okay, inspection volume drops. I got to lay off three guys tomorrow that nobody wants to be in that position. And so to me, this is a hedge against that. I haven't hit you guys with enough hard questions yet. <laughs> what do we, how do we, what's our quality control going to be like in terms of, you know, client gets an experience through one of these vendors, the feedback gets back to the inspector, which gets back to us. What are we going to do? Yeah. So I think we, you know, there's no, you know, formal three strikes you're out process, but we're always listening. You know, we at Victoria, we pride ourselves in really good customer service and, you know, we're real people. There's a face, there's a name. So, you know, you know, if things go south or go funny, you know, you have other options. You can disable that partnership, but you can also let us know because we're in constant communication. And again, because we have, you know, our whole Spectora inspector community, we have the leverage to say, hey, you know, do this a little differently and, you know, get some feedback, you know, and we're in constant communication. So if there is anything that you want to improve, like we have that power to negotiate and ask for things to be different. And also on the product side, you know, this is, um, we call it a beta feature. You know, I'm all ears for all feedback and, you know, I'm threading the line and making sure it's easy for customers, good for inspectors, good for partners. So anything that can make your voice heard or the home buyer's voice heard is really valuable because that's a voice that might be missing because they don't come on the chat bubble. So, you know, we, we love to hear that feedback because this is the portal to your business and it needs to be, you know, a hundred percent and more because that's the quality you demand from us and what we love to deliver. Everyone's incentives are aligned. That's the beautiful thing. in something like this is like, no one wants the customer to have a poor experience. And so when that lines up, it makes it an easy thing for us to have a direct line to these companies. Well, cool. Did we cover everything we wanted to cover with this? What, what are there other current events or items that we wanted to touch on? There's one more important question, which is, Hey, how do I actually get paid from this? <laughs> and so I think I just want to make a note on that because right now, because we are so committed to not sharing your data with the third party software, we're doing all of that in house. Um, so right now it might look I don't want to say clunky, but we will pay you, you know, with a check, we'll reach out to you, but we want to give you not a discount. We want to give you dollars and we want to do it in a way that's through us. So we're not sharing your information with PayPal and you're not opting in and changing things. So that's something that is, you know, in the works, but that's, you know, number one critical thing to get yeah. is getting money in your pocket. Um, so just didn't want to let this conversation end without answering that burning question. Yeah, Thank you. yeah, and to add more like technical details to that, when a partner gets a sale, it's, it comes along with this ID. So like this anonymized number that we associate back to the inspector. And so at the end of the month, they'll give us a report, some spreadsheet with like, oh, inspector number 2000 had this many sales. And so we're building all this infrastructure, all the data processing to say, okay, how do we make sure we chart that back to the proper company, aggregate it, make sure there's a paper trail, make sure the inspector gets paid. Um, we're figuring out which partners we can do monthly, which ones we can do quarterly. A lot of that is TBD, but 
the intent is, as Liz said, get real dollars in the pocket and have a very trackable way to say, wow, this is adding this much more to my business every month, every quarter, every year. And um, I think once those checks start going out for people beta testing this, it will have some really good stories to share. Yeah. And I think a good point there is the anonymized data. So I think, you know, me as a person who uses software, I'm always worried if I click that enable, is that going to pour it out? I'm going to get a call tomorrow. If you enable the partnership programs, the only one who really sees that is, is me. Um, you know, you're not going to get a call from Secure24 or Lemonade telling you how to sell or anything like that. It's, you know, it's totally up to you to trial it and to do it at your own speed and your own pace for your business. The only time you ever get looped in is for that paycheck. So, you know, I think you'd want us <laughs> to make sure that gets back to you. But really, it's the customer, the client who's sending their data to that party. We're the intermediary and we tie that back to you so you can get, you know, money in the bank. So it sounds like this is, we're, we're making this pretty low effort, right? Everyone wants an easy button in life and with software. And I think that that was one of our goals, right? Because new inspectors have enough to worry about with inspecting homes and dealing with agents. Yeah, hundred percent. There's so many things to worry about when you're a new inspector running a business, trying to figure out how to network with agents, trying to make sure your software, your templates are all optimized. So our hope is, yeah, check a box here for more money. And you check the box, your clients get displayed, these extra um, kind of tasks in the client portal, which is basically, hey, do you need moving services? Click here for more information, click dismiss if you don't want to see this ever again. And so, yeah, Clients will then pick and choose some percentage of them will say, oh yeah, I'm going to book some moving services with uh, pods, for example, through the inspector client portal. And by doing so, and the inspector makes more money and all they had to do was check a box at the beginning. So as oh. easy as possible is always our goal. Um, this is hopefully even an improvement from some of the previous iterations of some of our partnerships where the inspector had to be on site. They had to say, hey, do you want a security system? Okay, I'm just going to check here. And then you're getting an email and then you just, you can opt out via the email. We're trying to even remove that friction and make this as seamless as possible. That's our goal. And um, the hope is this will do really well for every business that enables it. I do want to address the, uh, the crowd that's saying, yeah, this all sounds like horseshit. I don't want to do this at all. I want no part of this. I think these guys have it wrong that this is the, the future of our industry. And um, to that, I would say it's totally cool. Don't, don't ever check that box. Don't ever enable partnerships and nothing changes on the software. And from there, it's like the competitive forces of the free market will play out if the inspectors that are making a few more bucks per inspection end up winning out over those that do not. We don't know. This is a gamble. Let's be real. Like we, us, Porch, ISN, HomeGage, American Family Insurance, all the players in the space are having the same kind of hypotheses that Yes, this is a massive lever for the, the future of this space. And our hope is, hey, we just want to make sure that the inspectors share in those profits and it's not just big corporations that get it. Um, but we're very open to the possibility that, hey, this is wrong. This doesn't play out well. And cool, we're still doing what we do and what we've always done is making great home inspection software, continue to add features, continue to save inspectors time every single day, every single inspection continuing to add great tools for them to grow their business, network with agents. Um, we have now a massive product team, a massive engineering team so that we can work on multiple initiatives concurrently. And so I wanna assure everybody that this isn't this massive deviation from our main goal. We still are building 
the best home inspection software ever. And that's always going to be the goal. Companies can work on more than one thing at once. I heard. <laughs> I, that was such a lovely closing statement. I almost hate to interject, but I would also say to those voices, it's not all or nothing. You know, it's not, you turn this on and everything happens all at once and you don't have any control. You know, it's, you can be precision tactical. You say, you know, I'm, I'm not sure about this. I'm only going to show moving offers and I'm only going to show it to my residential inspections under 300,000 square feet or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get that surgical with it. You can, you can try it out. You can run your own little beta, you know, turn it off, turn it on. If you, if you're talking to someone, you don't think they have the appetite for it, check it off. You have total control. It doesn't change anything. You're not pigeonholed into doing it our way or the highway. It's really you know, something designed that you can make it totally flexible. You know, I don't want to show home insurance to my commercial inspections. No doubt. We want to make sure that makes sense and works for your business. So yeah, try it out. There's no harm. You know, as I said, it's not going to change anything about the way your data is shared. It's, you know, really there for you to have extra revenue. And, you know, our, our hope of hopes and what I work, you know, all day towards is making sure you guys are overwhelmed and I'm overwhelmed with the volume that's coming through. You know, that is the problem I want to have. And we only get to that point by you guys really trying it out and, and getting that revenue into your business. As you guys are talking about this, I, I want to close on kind of the macro take on this. When I think of all of this commerce and billions of dollars that happen outside of the home inspection industry, like we want to bring it in and grow the pie. And I think everyone benefits from that. And I think our industry, we would kick ourselves in 10 or 15 years if this opportunity came and we were all a little too scared or fear driven to say like, let's see if we can bring a couple billion dollars into this industry and everyone grows. I mean, companies that have five turn into 15 inspectors and 20. And so that macro mentality, I think inspectors don't talk about that a lot, but it's like, can we grow our industry? Everyone within it will benefit, including us, which is the dream, right? Every industry wants to grow the pie. So that's how I kind of think of it in closing. Love it. Where can people learn more about this? If they have questions, um, if they want to read articles, play around with it. So I am constantly churning out um, articles for in our support. I have a whole new branch. It's under Spectora Connect. And so I'll have articles about, you know, data privacy and how do I get paid and all those things. So those will be rolling out. But you can turn on the feature today, right now, in your settings. Um, you can enable it, choose which ones you want. Um, we even have it so if a partner doesn't work, I live in Alaska, so if a partner doesn't service that area, we won't bother your clients with it. You know, you, you won't be able to turn it on. Beautiful. It's smart enough that you're not going to get totally irrelevant stuff. So you can turn it on today, play around with it, and really see that traffic come through. And on our end, we're constantly working to make it more visible to you in terms of, you know, adding widgets, you know, adding it, just making it more in product. But right now, you know, try it out, give me feedback, and we'll work to make it perfect. Yeah, just to, to underscore this quarter, that is Liz and her team of engineers primary goal is to roll this out, listen to feedback, make it better. And so this is the time if you have gripes with how we're doing it, if you have suggestions for improvement, if you love it and don't want to see us change a thing, Liz at Spectora.com is the way to make your voice heard. And um, that, that's our hope is that by the end of this quarter, we have a really polished product that everybody says, this is really helping my business. Yep. Beautiful. And don't 
don't be shy. We can't, I can't make things better in a vacuum. So as much as Kevin, Mike, and I, we, we think we have some good ideas. We know unless they're pressure tested by you and your clients, you know, that can only make them better. So I love hard feedback and good feedback. Awesome. Well, thank you both for, for jumping on to talk about this. I think it's conversations that are happening in the industry. We get feedback on it every day in the bubble. Um, and I just want more people to just weigh in on this. Kevin, you do such a good job as host. Do you have any additional thoughts that you want to put out there while we're talking on this topic? Man, I, I, I'm, I'm just an optimist. So I'm always thinking of like what the future dream state would be for the new inspector that gets ahead a little quicker and has a little more money to pour back into the business. I'm thinking of specific multi-inspectors that can grow faster, hire another admin person, hire a growth person and achieve their wildest dreams through something like this. And so as much as people want to think companies are always just selfish and thinking about themselves, it's kind of like we're selfless and selfish at the same time. Cause it's like, we want our customers to just have crazy growth and get this revenue that's outside of our industry. That's the thing. I'm selfish for our industry because I know we're going to be just fine. If we add another billion dollars of, of commerce that flows through the home inspection industry, that's how we gain power and leverage as an industry when we've kind of been disenfranchised thinking that like, oh, agents and insurance and porch and home advisor. It's like, let's, let's do it. Let's do it in-house. So that's where my head's at much, much bigger. And I know the details, Liz, you're, you're amazing. And you're going to figure all those out and people are going to be happy with it. So I'm optimistic at the end of the day. Yeah. It's exciting to be, um, you know, Spectora, we wake up every day and we work hard to make inspectors more money rather than extract extract more money extract. From inspectors. I think <laughs> right. it's a very different dynamic than some other businesses and you know it's it's really great you know I'm happy to be a part of it but it's it's awesome that you know when you sign up for the software you have all all these minds all across the U.S. you know thinking how can we get you guys more money and how can we build your business um, through software and product and right now the partnership program so yeah. Awesome. Well, we're all ears, everybody. Um, let's keep the conversation going. We'll do follow-ups on this probably, you know, as often as we see fit as when there's updates and changes. All right. Thanks y'all. Thanks everybody. Thanks. Bye.